Hello everyone and welcome to the Key Coaching Podcast where we discuss all things health, fitness and mindset. Hosted by myself, Kate Hewitt. My main aims of this podcast are to have fun, have a laugh, create discussions around sustaining a healthy balanced lifestyle and also to create discussions around improving your relationship with food and body image. Hope you enjoy. And welcome to the first episode of the K-Coaching podcast. I really hope you enjoy and please bear with me because I am very nervous and I'm excited, but I am really nervous. Um, so please bear with me if this podcast is all over the place, which I imagine it will be. But I suppose for the first episode, I just want to talk a bit about myself, a background on me, how I got into fitness how I got into coaching and kind of where I am at now currently. So I suppose we'll start, get straight into it. So my name is Kate. I am 22 and I am from Burtill in Ireland, Tipperary in Ireland. Um, I live on a farm and Burtill is a very small place for those who don't know, but I love it. It's my home and yeah. Um, I just finished my degree in Mary I, so I studied a BA in French and English, thinking that I wanted to go down the route of teaching, and I realised in my third year of college that I didn't want to do teaching, so that kind of brought me to my personal training course, but before I go into all of that, I think I'll start with how I got into fitness. So... I suppose I was always like sporty as a kid. Um, I was horse riding. I started horse riding when I was like, no joke, like four years old. Um, there's a picture of me. I never believed anyone when they said like, Kate, you were literally on horses since you were like four years old. And I didn't really believe anyone. But there's actually a picture of me in Clonara Equestrian, Equestrian Centre. And... I'm on a horse and I, yeah, I am definitely four years old on that horse. But I suppose, realistically, I started horse riding when I was like six or seven. Um, and then I got a really bad fall and I swore that I would never go back horse riding ever again. I remember it vividly. It was down in Clonara and I was riding Satanta, if anyone knows <laughs> that pony. And I loved that pony to bits. But... um. I remember falling off and it was over a jump and I swore to God that I'd never get up on a horse again. And then a week later, my granddad was selling a horse called Snowball from home. And I, I swore every person, every person ever has a pony called Snowball, a dapple grey. But he was selling the pony and someone had to show that the pony was quiet. So I was turning up on the pony with a red towel on his back and that got over my fear quickly of getting back up on horses so yeah I then got into horse riding in a big way um I did hunting show jumping 3D eventing when I was younger and I absolutely loved it and I would love 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 to go back horse riding it's just so expensive 
Um, but I would down the line love to get back into horse riding competitively. That is one of my goals in the future is to definitely go back competing in horse riding competitively. One of my biggest dreams ever actually is to ride for Ireland. So yeah, I never really say that out loud because I always feel as though like people are just like, ah, cake away. Like, do you know what I mean? Because it's such a big goal and it's such a big dream of mine. But hopefully someday that will happen. But yeah, always been sporty as a child. I loved athletics in secondary school and I also played a bit of rugby. And then I kind of got into the gym when I was in transition year in school. So I was around 16 and we were brought on a day trip to the gym. I kind of got into it from there. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Then I moved school in sixth year. So for my final year of school, I moved into Limerick Tutorial College in Limerick City just because I was trying to get primary school teaching at the time. So the points were quite high for it. And Limerick Tutorial is like a private school it's basically kind of like a grind school I'm so grateful for my mum and dad who paid for that for me just to give me the best chance possible at my leave insert it wasn't anything to do with the school I was in it was an absolute excellent school like Newport was a really good school it was just that for myself like my organisational skills were horrific and just to try and get myself more focused and stuff like that um, so that's kind of the whole reason I moved and um, I was doing a lot of exercise when I went to tutorials. We had a break in school from five to six o'clock and we used to go and do TRX with Jay and Eric in Limerick City. And we religiously went there more so for like our headspace than anything for like our mental headspace because we were in school for such long hours so yeah really 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 enjoyed that and I just knew from TY that I really loved the gym and I really loved fitness so then after school finished we had like our six-year holiday and then that summer was kind of a write-off in the sense of I wasn't really exercising that much and I didn't prioritise my health that much just because I'd finished my leaving cert and we just kind of went a bit wild to be honest. Um, <laughs> we're eating, all, like eating out, drinking out all the time kind of thing. And then college started. I was going to the gym but not consistently. Um, and then college started and it was the same again. Lots of um, eating out, drinking out and things like that. And then I just started to feel really down on myself, really bad myself. And I was like, look, I need to make change here somewhere. So I signed up to a PT. He was absolutely excellent. I did like an eight week program with him and it was really good, like really sustainable weight loss. It was excellent. And when I finished with him, I kind of took it too far myself naively. So I started to drop my calories lower than what he'd initially give me. And I started exercising more, eating less, exercising more, eating less. To a point where I'd lost so much weight that I lost my period. And this was before a summer in Greece where I was going working for the summer in 2019. So I actually didn't even know the reason why I lost my period. I couldn't fathom it. I was so naive to the fact that over-exercising and under-eating would cause that. Um that I actually was like, I talked to my mom about it and I was like, 
like why have I lost my period things like that so then she was speaking to a nurse in work and she was like has your daughter like lost a lot of weight recently and my mom said yeah and then she was like yeah that's probably why so I just ignored it I ignored it I didn't care because I was like I am so slim and I look so good and everyone's complimenting me and I don't care that I've lost my period I look good imagine like even saying that out loud now is like whoa Kate like that is crazy but that's genuinely how I felt so kept over exercising kept under eating and I was so naive to it I was like oh I'll be fine like I'm going to come out of this dieting phase this won't be forever but I did become fairly obsessed with it but I kept telling everyone else around me that I wasn't even though everyone was like oh my god Kate like you don't need to lose any more weight like you look fine like you're not going like you shouldn't lose any more weight um some people were telling me you need to put on weight and I was just so oblivious to what everyone was telling me I just didn't care I was like I don't care like I feel good you know so then I went and did a summer in Greece where I was working and we were drinking all the time and eating out all the time and basically by the end of the summer I had put on a lot of weight and when I came home I just felt really really low in myself um I've spoken about this a couple of times on different podcasts and I think I've spoken about it on my YouTube as well but I suppose for first-time listeners they won't know but I just felt really really low in myself um and I was depressed you could say uh no I was depressed when I came home I'd put on a lot of weight I was drinking for the entire summer I was living like the high life you could say and then when I came back to reality of like college and routine and normality it was just like it just hit me like big time so when I came back to college I feared how people would look at me because I thought I gained so much weight um basically in Greece I was trying to like build a bigger following on Instagram because I knew eventually down the line that I would like to work as a personal trainer and an online coach and have a big Instagram and stuff like that so I was trying to grow my following when I was in Greece and when I came back then I just feared what people thought of me because I put on so much weight in comparison to what I looked like in Greece and before I went to Greece and I was just so low in myself I can't explain it but I was just so so low in myself like just didn't even want to get out of bed in the mornings going to college wearing clothes that were way too big for me because I just didn't want people to look at me I was just so insecure in myself, so unhappy in myself. And the only reason, the only way I thought out of that was to change how I looked again. So I signed up to a coach again and I stuck to a plan again religiously. Again, lost a lot of weight again, was going to the gym but it was out of hate for my body and myself rather than coming from a place of I want to just improve my health and I want to feel more comfortable in myself and feel more confident in myself and just be kinder to my body by 
exercising out of a place of like goodness for myself and eating well for my health it wasn't like that it was like I want to exercise to punish myself and I want to restrict food and eat so strictly so I look a certain way again so I look the way I looked before I went to Greece which was ridiculous because I'd lost my period and I couldn't sustain it but I just didn't care that's the way I want to go back to. So that's essentially what I did. And then I lost a lot of weight again. And then over the summer, because I'd lost the weight again unsustainably, over the summer, I'd put on a lot more weight again. And what this led to was like a binge restrict cycle. And when I mean binge, I mean like actual binging, not overeating. So there's a difference between binge eating and overeating. Overeating is where you eat a lot of food, but you can stop yourself if you want to. So for example, let's say you had half a packet of digestives, digestive biscuits, and even though you ate half the packet, you could have stopped yourself if you really, really wanted to. Binge eating is a loss of control. So it's as though someone is taking over your body where you actually physically cannot stop eating. And some people like throw the term around lightly. They don't mean to, but they're like, oh yeah, I had a binge the weekend, but they might actually mean that they'd only over ate at the weekend. Whereas binge eating is like uncontrollable, you know? So those behaviors started to pop in and out and I kept ignoring them. So I had a lot of emotional eating and a lot of binge eating going on over the summer of 2020, you could say. Now, episodes like that had happened before, but I just kind of ignored them because they were so little. But then over the summer of 2020, they were happening a lot more because I suppose I was going through a phase of restriction again for a long period of time that was unsustainable. And then that was triggering my binge eating and emotional eating because of how I felt about myself. I suppose I was coming from a place of hate towards my body, like I said, trying to change it. So then I decided to do a photo shoot because I was like, that's going to get my discipline back. That's going to get me back on track because I'll solely have control over that. I won't binge eat. So I did a photo shoot to disguise the fact that I had a binge eating disorder. And... I did the photo shoot, stuck religiously to it. I think I had one binge during it. No, I actually didn't. I stuck religiously to it. I took control. It was something like 16 weeks lost, an insane amount of weight. I was tired all the time. I was doing it out of hate for my body again. Like I was doing it just to be the smallest girl in the room. After the photo shoot, I don't want to get into it too much because it's basically a podcast in itself. You know what I mean? Like I want to go into a podcast on my own about my like eating disorder properly. So I'm just going to briefly touch on it for now. Basically did the photo shoot and after the photo shoot, my binge eating escalated. Kept trying to ignore it, kept trying to ignore it and eventually had to come to terms with the fact that I needed to sort it out. So that's when I went to Tenerife for three months and I came to terms with it, confronted it. And the minute I accepted that I had a binge eating disorder and that I wanted to get better was probably the hardest 
time ever of my life but it was also the best time ever because I'd finally like liberated myself from my eating disorder so yeah that's kind of that um I don't want to go too much into it like I said I'm just going to park that there in the midst of all of that I was going through placement in college so I was on my placement for teaching so I was in my third year of college and I was on placement in a school for teaching I realized I didn't want to be a teacher so because I realized I didn't want to be a teacher it was actually really disheartening for me because I always thought I wanted to be a teacher and to be honest I'm not going to put it down yet um maybe down the line I actually might teach I feel like I'm doing a form of teaching now through personal training which is really really nice and I do see myself being a teacher maybe in different ways down the line um whether that's through educating people on improving their relationships with food and body image that's kind of my goal my end goal um but who knows I might be a teacher down the line like maybe an English and French teacher or something um I always looked up to my English teacher in school uh Miss Hayes she was absolutely amazing and I always really looked up to her um so who knows I might end up being a teacher down the line I don't know my granny will be so happy to hear that <laughs> sorry that was a tangent but basically yeah I realized I didn't want to be a teacher and I was like I'm going to do my personal training course this year no better year to do it because we were in lockdown and there was nothing else really going on and I was like placement wasn't that hard so I was like I'll be well able to start my personal training course I started my personal training course in my third year of college and everyone was telling me to leave it till I'm finished my degree they were like Kate start when you're finished your degree you've too much going on blah 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 and I was like no I want to do it now no better time than now so I started my personal training course and I absolutely loved it and it actually went on all throughout lockdown. So it was like the best thing ever to look forward to every single weekend. And we had the best group of people ever doing it. So shout out to everyone at Image. It was honestly so good. Like so, so good. And it was mad to think I was actually doing my photo shoot prep during my course, during my personal training course. And it was just mad to think like that I thought that that was like, okay. Yeah, it was just insane how delusional I was I wouldn't say delusional but just it was just mad how I was so physique focused and like I had so much hate towards myself um that's just upon reflection but um basically we went into lockdown then and we went into level five and our PT course was put on hold I started doing live workouts from my shed because basically we had to practice doing workouts for our exams um for our PT exams so I started practicing at home in my shed and I always wanted to do live workouts I'd seen other people doing live workouts on Instagram and I was like I want to do that and I remember being on a walk with my best friend Sophie and I was saying it to her and she's like Kate why don't you just start like what is holding you back and I was like do you know what I've nothing to lose like I'm just going to start so I put up a schedule and I was just like, I'm just going to start. So I started doing my live workouts and two people, I think, joined the first one. Then it was three. Then it was five. Then it ended up being like 15 people joining, which was absolutely madness. And then I think one time I had like 25 people join my live workout, 
which was absolutely mad. So yeah, the live workouts were an absolute buzz. Um, I loved every second of doing them. Um, I did them like every morning and they were honestly the highlight of my days in lockdown. Yeah, I just absolutely loved doing them. And that kind of made me realize that I wanted to be a personal trainer even more. Like I was like, this is what I absolutely love. And if people remember me like jumping up in the morning, like a crazy woman like honestly my like energy levels during that time I don't know where they came from I suppose I'm still very much like that but yeah it was just the highlight of my day like it really really was I'm just so grateful for those because I suppose when I launched my business I then qualified as a personal trainer and I launched my business during lockdown online because we didn't know when we were going to get onto the gym floor as personal trainers so I was like why why should I wait and I launched my online business thinking like two people would sign up and I got all of these sign-ups and I could not believe it like I honestly remember the day so well and I was just bawling crying because I was like oh my god yeah I just couldn't believe it I was like is this actually happening to me like I was like oh my god um I was so overwhelmed by the amount of people that wanted to sign up and that's when K coaching was born um I cringe sometimes at K coaching I'm like Sam my friend Sam shout out to you Sam but I met him in Tenerife and like he used to always <laughs> call me K coaching anywhere we went and I was like Sam stop like I'm allergic to hearing it um but yeah so sometimes I do really cringe at that name but look that's that's what it is it's K coaching that's the name um but that's where it all started and honestly it has just been absolutely amazing ever since I'm so grateful for all of my clients and they have me where I am today yeah that's basically how my online coaching started my main aims of my online coaching so I may as well go into that now while I'm talking about my coaching. So my main aims of my coaching are to show people that you can lose weight in a healthy, sustainable manner and actually have balance. So for so long, I was trying to achieve that thing called balance. Like I could not achieve it. I was like, it's not achievable. It's either all or nothing. Like that is the approach. Like there is no in between. Like you can't find balance. That's what I had thought. But once I'd recovered from my binge eating disorder, I really realized that you can achieve balance and there can be a happy medium and you can lose weight in a healthy, sustainable manner and actually keep it off and achieve balance and have balance within that time frame as well. So that's the approach I've taken with all of my clients. It's just amazing to watch clients leave me not worrying about calories, not having to rely on my fitness pal, keeping the weight off that they lost initially after like, like I had one client that I met a couple of weeks ago that I'm really good friends with still. We're actually like best friends, which is hilarious. I'm like best friends with all my clients. But yeah, she lost 10 kg with me and she's kept it off. And she still has the same lifestyle that we had achieved together. So she's same lifestyle that she wanted from coaching she still has that now 
she has sustained it essentially she's kept the weight off and she doesn't rely on my fitness pal and she doesn't count calories so that's my main aim with all of my clients is that when they leave me they don't have to rely on counting calories they know how to sustain a healthy balanced lifestyle and that they aren't preoccupied by them their body image or food so yeah that's the main aims of my coaching to improve body acceptance your relationship with food and to also find balance you know and to enjoy it that's the main thing to be able to enjoy training and eating healthy and to realize that you can be that person like if you identify yourself as someone who's never going to be the gym girl or the girl who eats healthy or um the boy who eats healthy or the boy who isn't a gym guy um you have then stopped yourself you've limited yourself already you know what I mean um so I try help people believe in themselves more accept themselves more for who they are and lose weight in a sustainable manner or else if you want to build muscle improve your relationship with food or body image all of those things so yeah that's kind of the main aims of my coaching going forward then for k-coaching I would like to have a big team on k-coaching um where all of those things that I've just said um all of those aims are implemented on a bigger scale and I would love to tour the world publicly speaking and speaking at events and things like that about improving like having a healthy lifestyle improving your relationship with food and body image sustainable weight loss building muscle all of those things uh, mindset I'd love to publicly speak about those at different events and I'd love to have a big cake coaching team so they're the kind of goals that I have set out for cake coaching and I think that's kind of everything I suppose I may as well bring you up to date at where I'm at now and then I'll finish up so I'm currently in Bali um I moved to Bali I'm gonna say three weeks ago now and with no plan just a one-way flight not sure how long I'm going to stay it was always a dream of mine to move to Bali and I wrote it down in my journal like two years ago so it's very surreal that I'm here now I've talked about it a lot on my stories where I do feel very unsettled here and I feel very out of place I feel like a lost puppy at times I feel very anxious but everyone who I've spoken to has said that that's what Bali is like, like that's what happens when you move to Bali apparently because it's such like a spiritual place it can bring up a lot of things everyone just says to give it a while and that I'll settle in just fine in a couple of weeks or it could take me a couple of months but that I will settle in and that everyone felt the same when they first came here so I suppose even knowing that alone makes me feel better you know what I mean that I'm not the only one to feel like this and it's weird for me to feel like this because usually I'm the person that when I go anywhere I'm like talking to people straight away like straight out there talk to the wall you know whereas I feel like I've gone a bit into myself here which isn't like me you know what I mean if you know me you know that I would talk to a wall so it's not like me to kind of go into myself that's why I'm feeling a bit anxious you know what I mean but I know it'll pass and I'm kind of no I am grateful for the discomfort because I know that that's where 
growth happens. So nothing changes if you stay in your comfort zone. I am excited that I am in not in my comfort zone. I'm so happy to be here and I'm so grateful to be here and it's an absolutely amazing place and the people are just so lovely and I'm trying to just be more present and I'm going to do a lot of work on myself while I'm here and I started my Thai actually so that's very exciting. I'm really bad at it, but it's something new. It's something different. And that's what I promised myself I'd do when I moved to Bali, that I'd try something different and push myself out of my comfort zone more. So I'm doing that. I'm really bad at it, but I absolutely love it. I'm just trying new things all of the time, meeting new people, saying yes to as much things as possible and going from there. So, yeah. That's everything for episode one. I hope you enjoyed. I hope I didn't go like too deep. I hope it kind of made sense. If it's very all over the shop, I apologize. It is my first episode. So hopefully the more I get into it, the better they'll be. But if you have gotten this far, thank you so much for listening. And I hopefully will see you in the next one. And I will chat to you all soon. Bye guys. Chat soon.